Opinionated Marketers, a podcast from Cambridge Marketing College. Today, we're going to talk about two subjects which may lead on to uh, others. Firstly, the idea of um, success uh, isn't the only good thing in business. Failure can be a quite a um, cathartic and an important aspect. And secondly, whether or not some business models ever will be uh, profitable. Um, Kieran, we were talking last time about um, uh, co-founder Ian uh, Brownlee, and uh, he made a very interesting mistake, which was um, a good one in the fact that he learned from it and others learned from it. Yes, um, this came um, from um, Ian's Ian's son. Um, Ian had a a long and distinguished career, as we talked about in a previous Opinionated Marketer, and was a very, very wise marketer. But this was one story he did like to recount, which was when he was working out in Africa and he worked for Cadbury's. Um, Now, neither Charles nor I can remember which chocolate bar it was, but um, in that area of Africa, they... Um, the chocolate that they had, it was a very warm and humid air. Um, it was a warm and humid environment. So the chocolates tended to be quite sort of soft and squidgy. And Ian decided that clearly the best way to eat this particular chocolate was to have it cooled and in a fridge. And therefore the chocolate would be nice and hard and people would think this was great and they would rush out to buy more chocolates. So he introduced fridges to the area at vast extents into um, the shops that they were supplying and then introduced the range of chocolate, put on a promotion to encourage people to try it and just sat back assuming that everything was going to be fine. What actually happened was that the locals said, but we like squidgy chocolate. What is this hard, cold chocolate? It doesn't taste the same. It doesn't feel the same. It doesn't have the mouthfeel. And the whole thing was a disaster. Um, Ian did learn from that. But he then, and I think you're about to suggest to me that he then actually managed to sell the fridges on. So he turned what <laughs> was a disaster into something that was quite quite successful. Because I had no doubt that Ian would, 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 would make it good in the fact that um, he did what a lot of marketers do. And uh, it's a thing we all have to uh, guard about. He made an assumption that his uh, perspective was the same as the marketplaces. And uh, it, it, he, coming from the UK, um, uh, though having been out there for quite a while, um, assumed that the natural uh, way in which you eat chocolate was as a, a hard uh, confectionery, which is how we would normally see chocolate in most instances. Um, but uh, the reality was that the marketplace had been uh, introduced to and got used to chocolate in this squidgy form. And the result of which was, of course, we, we now would basically you know, talk about you know, not understanding the marketplace. Um, I did something very similar, um, in, um, but not in that marketplace. I was doing something which was introducing what are known as consensus for, uh, um, earnings forecasts into the city. They'd already been in a published form um, for some time, and the company I was with uh, gained the rights to produce these in electronic media. Um, and we produced them um, and distributed them to city brokers and, um, and analysts um, on the what was then the, the uh, Stock Exchange Network. Um, and um, in hard copy, they were updated once a month, um, uh, but we were able to update them um, uh, a little bit quicker than that. Um, and of course, what we 
hadn't realized was that most people's perception would be that if it was electronic, um, it would be updated real time and constantly, therefore. Um, when asked the question, I rather misguidedly said, oh, no, we'll do the same thing. We'll update it every month. Uh, what that came back with was, well, why the heck did uh, you not update it on a daily basis and preferably in a real-time basis? And the product didn't sell particularly well because of this perception, which that it should be electronically updated on a regular basis. Um, and so one's perception of the marketplace isn't always uh, what the marketplace itself perceives. And I think, therefore, uh, a lesson to be learned for all marketers is you know, consult your customers' ideas and perceptions um, before necessarily imposing your own. And, and I think that's true in, in many instances of several different um, in, um, companies. Um, which probably brings us on to the idea of different business models, because there are some business models which continue to be funded but don't make profits. Um, brought in mind people like Uber and Ocado, who have been going for a long period of time, constantly chasing the nirvana of being uh, profitable on a long-term basis, but never actually managing it. And one therefore starts to question whether or not the business model is itself going to be profitable. I think... Only, I say only, but about 30% of groceries are purchased online. So with that statistic, I'm not quite sure whether or not a uh, business model such as Cardo's is ever going to be um, majorly successful. It depends how you're going to define success. One can say, oh, yes, Uber um, isn't profitable, but it is working, it's running in many parts of the world. Um, someone in an office has just come back from India. Well, if you want to order a taxi in India now, you will Uber it. That is, uh, there's also an Indian equivalent um, app. But there is, you know, the idea that you, you don't order your taxi via app is now very odd. Uber has broken and changed that marketplace. I mean, it's not that long ago. You always had to phone the taxi firm in order to book something in. I mean, that's mo we've moved away from that. Life is, it's got quicker and easier for those of us that are comfortable using apps. Um, so it, it depends what you define as success. We get very excited about businesses turning a profit. Um, we're talking on the, the day of the budget and there's going to be big things about business tax and corporation tax and how you pay tax. Well, you actually only pay tax on profits. Yeah, arguably, no, no, you, how profitable the businesses point. need to be. Yeah. Um, I would maybe I'm going to argue against myself here. Perhaps what we will <laughs> see in the future is that the move to um, ordering online or ordering via app becomes the norm, but the company that one does it with is no longer the first mover. So if one assumes oh. that uh, Uber is the first mover in that marketplace, my concern is that as, uh, as current statistics would show is that many companies are going bust because they came about in an economic environment which is no longer benign and therefore they can't survive because uh, mm. low levels of interest rates, um, which have been around for a long period of time, are now ending, the result of which is very large amounts of debt, which many of these companies owe, have to be financed and they may not be able to continue to do the financing um, because they're not making profit. Um, and so it may well be that other companies will come out, um, take the uh, business model, but will do it on a better basis. Um, uh, it's um, maybe the first mover advantage that we're actually seeing at the moment 
which will go away. That is an interesting one. What in fact, though, we are talking about is companies that have listened to what the problems are for their um, for their clients. Um, so we started off talking about chocolates and fridges and saying mm -hmm. actually there was a misunderstanding of what was going on in the marketplace and perceptions. The reason Uber's been so successful is because they realised that actually, yes, we all get to a strange company country. We haven't got the right um, change. It can be the small hours of the morning and we need a taxi to get ourselves from wherever we are to our hotel. And suddenly there was a need and it was driven by a need. And that's why they have the, the first mover, because they were the ones that sat down and went, well, hang on, what can we do about it? Now, I can argue an awful lot about their business practices and the way they pay people, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which I don't want to get into. But essentially, they started with, here is a problem, here is a, um, a solution to that problem and one that we can explain to customers. Yes. Yes, uh, they they felt the pain, as we would put it these days, and the result mm. of which was that it was probably a personal pain that was felt, and they thought of a solution to it. Um, and that's always going to be the you know the innovators' uh, opportunity. Uh, see what other people don't see and provide us a, a solution. Um, uh, understanding the marketplace as ever um, is a critical aspect. Very interesting to have a conversation with you again. I'm glad to hear you uh, well um, and. Um, We'll talk next week. Lovely to chat, Charles. Like and subscribe to this feed for more podcast content from Cambridge Marketing College.